Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Say hello to my little friend. Go ahead. Make my day. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> milk anything with nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? No. 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 Hell no. 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 I refuse. No. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. Afternoon and welcome to the 330 Sports Show. My name is Justin Coffin. Today is Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. A uh, bunch on the show today. We're going to go over the NBA final, Stanley Cup final, a uh, lot of golf news, a lot of crazy stuff in golf. Um, we're going to talk about possibly the greatest uh, of all time in tennis. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon joins the 2000 Hit Club. Cleveland Guardians finally starting to heat up and the Cleveland Browns uh, choose one of those uh, dog logos. So we'll look at that. But uh, let's start with the NBA Finals. Uh, Denver wins it in five games, four to one. Last night, kind of an ugly game, sloppy back and forth. But uh, Denver finally got the uh, the lead. And, uh, you know, Miami made it close at the end. But uh, Denver, the better team and uh, obviously the best player right now in the NBA with Nikola Jokic for the series, 30.2 points a game, 14 rebounds, 7.2 assists, 1.4 blocks per game. Uh, this was Denver's first NBA title. It comes 55 years, seven months, and 28 days after the Nuggets won the first game in their franchise's history. So congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. An awesome run by the Miami Heat, who, you know, beat the Bucks, who were the best team in the NBA record-wise. They beat the Celtics, the second best team in the NBA record-wise. And then, uh, you know, just couldn't get it done against the Nuggets. But an amazing run by Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, uh, obviously Eric Spolstra, but, uh, you know, Mike Malone and Jokic and Jamal Murray and crew get it done and bring Denver its first NBA title. So congratulations to uh, the Denver Nuggets. Stan Kroenke owns the Denver Nuggets, which is amazing because he also owns the Colorado Avalanche, who were last year's NHL uh, champs. He also owns the Colorado Mammoth, who are a National Lacrosse League. That was the champion last year. And then he also owns the Los Angeles Rams, who were 2022 Super Bowl champs. So pretty nice run for uh, Stan Kroenke and his uh, ownership groups there. Salt in the wound of uh, Bernie, the Miami Heat mascot, who is now out of the hospital, literally not joking, after an on-court stunt gone wrong. Uh, Took some a uh, couple punches from MMA star Conor McGregor. Um, not a great look, but uh, McGregor le legitly hit this uh, mascot 
uh, twice and he had to go to the hospital, but he is out of the hospital and uh, doing well by all accounts. The Stanley Cup final, let's shift to uh, the Stanley Cup finals or final uh, hockey people will, will correct you if you say finals, but uh, the we're going into game five tonight, eight o'clock, uh, Florida's best player, um, Kachuk, we're not sure his status, but uh, uh, Vegas has pretty much dominated this series, uh, took game four in Florida after uh, Florida, you know, made it a 2-1 series, but Vegas looks to capture the Stanley Cup tonight in Las Vegas. So we'll see about that and uh, see if Miami can keep its uh, hopes alive. And well, I say Miami, but the Florida Panthers. A congratulations goes out to Oklahoma women's softball. Now, uh, they are in the midst of a an epic dynasty. Three consecutive national champs. Uh, three-time consecutive national champs. They've won 52 consecutive games. And listen to this. Over the last three seasons, they've lost eight games, 176 and eight over the last three years. Pretty remarkable stuff. Congratulations to the Sooners. Now let's get to last week's big story. This was not just big story in golf. This is arguably one of the biggest sports stories in I don't know, since I can remember. So the PGA Tour and Live Golf last year, Live Golf almost a year ago to the day, had its inception, basically was buying players. Greg Norman uh, was kind of the spokesman for that. Phil Mickelson kind of recruiting guys, paying guys like crazy, uh, tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars to come over and play golf for the Live Tour. Now, the Live Tour is backed by a Saudi group. And, uh, you know, if, if you know anything about the Saudi uh, fund, a lot of uh, oil money, a lot of bad news coming out of that. So, uh, you know, it's a very moral dilemma to, uh, you know, if you're taking that money, it's, you know, you could argue it's blood money. It's uh, a lot of bad things happened to uh, to earn that money or to take that money, I should say. So reading a few articles, listening to a few people I really trust within the game of golf, uh, the PGA is PGA Tour is still going to be the PGA Tour, obviously now merged with Live Golf. But professional golf is basically now owned by what's called the PIF. Um, and that is a Saudi wealth fund who uh, approximates its, uh, others have approximated its worth at $700 billion with a B. Um, and it is now a for-profit league. So uh, this is going to be very interesting. There might be contracts. There might be, uh, you know, basically golfers are independent contractors now. Uh, that you can see contracts put out there. It's going to be very, very interesting. So let's get into just a couple little things here of this. The PGA Tour players were not were told not to take nine eleven money last year, and then 
the PGA takes that money a year later. So, you know, the moral compass, the moral dilemma of this is very, very, very interesting. And Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour commissioner, looks really, really bad. Uh, you know, he joined forces with this all um, rumming in. Um, and I don't know. It, it, it doesn't look good for the PGA Tour. So, um, Jay Monahan is still going to be the CEO. The Saudi group will be the finance financial influencers in the PGA Tour going forward. And here's the couple thing, a uh, couple things. Rory McIlroy, all the big names in the the PGA Tour did not know this was coming. They found out on Twitter. They found out um, through text messages, through other people. It was a bad, bad look for. Um, the PGA Tour and Yasser Al uh, Rahman. Sorry if I butchered the name, but he is the Saudi investor, and they will now have one of eleven spots on the board of directors. So, voting rights they will not necessarily have control of, but they're going to have a lot of financial influence, which makes this very, very uh, slippery here. So, um, what I guess. You just have to wait and see what will happen with this. But uh, a very, very interesting thing, especially with a couple of these golfers we're going to talk to now. All these golfers were offered. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about these six golfers here. They were offered well over $2 billion to join the Live Tour, and they turned it down, basically, you know, saying, Hey, you know, I don't want to be part of this. Uh, you know, the PGA Tour is where I should be. Um, and also, you know, the moral dilemma that has already been talked about. So Tiger Woods was offered over $800 million reportedly. Roy McIlroy, uh, $400 million. John Rahm, $400 million. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, $300 million. Uh, Colin Morikawa, over $100 million. And Will Zalatoris, over $100 million to join the Live Tour. They did not do that. Uh, and so basically, that's $2.1 billion gone. Uh, the PGA Tour has obviously uh, upped their purses uh, for winners in the league. They've, they've made some other changes, which has been good. But um, I feel like these guys are going to need compensated a little bit more because now those other guys that took the money, like uh, Brooks Kepka, uh, you know, and people like him, were able to take that money. Now they can come back and compete with these same golfers on the PGA Tour, which is, you know, it's it's not a good look. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, going forward. But uh, you know, we're just in the first week of this, but we'll uh, we'll get into more of the nuts and bolts uh, in a future uh, show once we know more of the details. So until then, let's switch to um, what happened last weekend. The uh, Canadian. Uh, open and this was really cool. Uh, Nick Taylor, a Canadian uh, golfer, first Canadian to win the Canadian Open since 1954, sank a 72-foot walk-off putt uh, on the fourth playoff hole. So that was uh, really, really cool. And then after he sank that, uh, a lot of the fans, a lot of other golfers rushed the the green, which you don't really see in golf. Um, but after his winning putt, after Taylor's winning putt, his friend, and as I said, for fellow golfer, Adam Hadwin, 
was actually tackled by security, which was funny. They, they, you know, I mean, it, he took him down pretty good, like a linebacker tackling a running back, but uh, he, uh, they then figured out, Hey, well, let's let this guy go. He was trying to spray some champagne on uh, Taylor, but uh, I thought that was just a really funny thing to point out there. But uh, congratulations to uh, Nick Taylor and uh, winning the Canadian Open. This weekend in L.A. will now be the U.S. Open at the, I believe it's the L.A. Country Club in, uh, obviously, right outside of Los Angeles. On to tennis and another title for possibly the GOAT in uh, men's tennis of all time. You know, I think there's no doubt Serena Williams is the greatest women's tennis player of all time. Now you can uh, argue between probably Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, and and this guy, Novak Djokovic, who won his uh, 23rd major title, which puts him at the top of all players, all men's players, to win uh, the most major titles. So Djokovic with 23, Rafael Nadal with 22, Roger Federer with 20, and Pete Sampras with 14. Those are the top four in major titles in men's history. So congratulations to the Joker. So a great, uh, great week for uh, guys with nickname the Joker, Novak Djokovic, and uh, obviously Nikola Jokic in um, the NBA. Congratulations goes out to Andrew McCutcheon. He is now one of five active players with 2,000 hits uh, in uh, Major League Baseball. He joins a club. He is now the 291st member to achieve this milestone of 2,000 or more hits in a Major League Baseball career. So congratulations to Pittsburgh Pirates legend Andrew McCutcheon. Shifting gears to the Guardians. Guys that <laughs> might take them a little while to get 2,000 hits uh, with this lineup, but uh, they their bats have began to heat up as temperatures have warmed up. Uh, they were near the bottom, if not last, in most of these stats uh, coming into uh, a few weeks ago, but they have slowly but surely started creeping up the numbers. Their team average is now 241, which is 20th in Major League Baseball. They're still low in runs, 250 runs for the season, which is 27th. Uh, walks are low. They do hit a lot of doubles and triples, uh, but home runs, the, the power numbers have been coming up, but not quite uh, to the level. They are still 30th, which is last in baseball. Um, and they're up there in steals. So, uh, the bats, I think, are going to keep going and getting better. I think they're going to be a middle of the pack offensive team, but they got to make their, uh, you know, they got to make their money on on mound. So um, the Guardians' uh, pitching staff much much better, three point seven three ERA, which is sixth best in all of baseball. They have their number one in saves with twenty three. Obviously, you got Emmanuel Classe there. The you could argue the best closer in baseball. Um, they do not give up many walks. Um, they're not striking out a lot of batters, but, uh, you know, they, they're getting the job done. Let's just say that. And a couple cool numbers from the weekend. This is via off the stats Friday night versus the Astros 
probably the best game of the major league season so far. But uh, the Guardians were trailing five separate innings. I think they were down four nothing in the first inning or second inning. Um, but they were trailing in five separate innings in the seventh inning or later. Seventh inning, ninth inning, twelfth inning, thirteenth and fourteenth, and they didn't hold their first lead until a walk off in the fourteenth and won the game 10 to 9. So it was the first time in Major League Baseball history that that's ever happened where a team has trailed in five separate innings or later and uh you know come back in all of those innings. Another cool number here, 155,580 fans over the past 6 home games, which is the most in a 6 game span in 5 years. They took 2 out of 3 from the Red Sox, 2 out of 3 from the world champion uh, Houston Astros and, uh, you know, just have been playing some good baseball uh, after they dug themselves a hole earlier on in the season. So um, they are only a game and a half back of first place. Uh, you know, the, the AL Central is not a great division, uh, but they are still alive. So uh, let's let's hope these bats can keep going. The pitching can keep doing what it does. And, uh, you know, get some guys healthy and get the bats, uh, keep the bats going. So uh, good luck to the Guardians. We'll see uh, what they do this week. They open up, they open up a series against San Diego with the Padres tonight uh, on the West Coast. So uh, let's see what the Guardians do against a pretty good Padres team. All right. Now the new Cleveland Browns dog logo. Uh this was the one that was voted on by the fans. There's a lot of really cool little images in this. So you look in the top left ear, you got the Ohio. Um, you know, you can argue if it looks like Ohio or not, but uh, it, it's kind of a nice little, uh, like, nice little touch. You look at the, uh, the nose, uh, which is kind of in the shape of a football there. Um, around the uh, collar in the middle there. You got the east end zone, which is kind of representing uh, where the dog pound is. Uh, the guitar pick at the center um, of the uh, uh, the chain there, the, the dog tag in the middle. Um, the dog spikes, there's eight of them, which, uh, you know, is the number of championships the Browns have in like right by the mouth area it's kind of shaped like the guardian bridge which is cleveland's hope memorial bridge uh, obviously the cleveland guardians have taken that that name um in the upper right hand uh eye i guess you would say another nod to um the dog pound helmet like the shell helmet worn by the browns and then uh kind of in the middle there in between the eyes above the hel the head, it's kind of the helmet stripe there, a nod to the Browns helmet. So a lot of cool little details there. You can even see like, I guess where the whiskers would be, there's eight of those total, which represent the, the, the you know, the championships as well. So kind of a cool little nod there for uh, the Cleveland Browns fans. Now this isn't going on the helmet. It's a secondary logo, but uh, it's kind of neat and gives the fans some interaction with that. All right, shifting gears. Excited for uh, for this coming up on Thursday. We have a absolute stud golfer. She is from the three three zero. She's from uh, the Warren Howland area. Gianna Clemente uh, will join us. Uh, she golfed at the Masters this year. She has won, I believe, over a hundred and fifty tournaments. This kid is 
15 years old, and she is going to make a name for herself. She already has made a name for herself, but she is going to uh, be a future LPGA uh, tour sensation. So watch out for the name Gianna Clemente. She will join us Thursday uh, at 3.30. Uh, I was looking forward to talking to her and, uh, you know, getting, um, you know, some some of her thoughts on on the game of golf and, and just how she's able to handle all this uh, as a high school kid. So uh, looking forward to uh, talking with Gianna on Thursday. And finally, I uh, just want to give you guys a little heads up, something I was invited to, uh, but up in Cleveland on July 15th, three o'clock, we're going to a couple podcasts. Uh, are going to do a little meet meet up, uh, talk some Buckeye football, hang out, have you know maybe a drink or two, and uh, some some good food up at Town Hall, which is in Ohio City, uh, in Cleveland. So um, hope to see you guys there, and uh, appreciate you guys watching. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you on Thursday. We'll talk. Uh, we'll do a little Father's Day stuff, but we'll also have uh, Gianna Clemente uh, a LPGA Tour future sensation joining us uh, on the show. So we'll talk to you guys soon.